fresh whip. Pull the checks, receipt, stash straight to the pond dripping. I've been gone too long, feel like it's all different. Swear I've been nowhere specific in between destinations. And flying over the Pacific and all these jets that we rented. I've seen niggas fumble with frames trying to keep up Clutter Minds Podcast. Got a crossover episode going on. I'm going to be calling um, the host of Whiskey Talk Podcast, previously Bourbon Boys Podcast. Um, we got Chaz and we have Dre. And uh, we're going to talk, chop it up some. And uh, we're going to actually kind of have a, we'll probably have a lot of episodes with them. Um, but right now, I was playing this Jaden Smith, a Calabasas freestyle. Baby, if I say I got the cash, it's a factual sentence. This is drastically different. That's why I had to drop the tape just to gradually shift it. Why this little nigga wearing rags if he got all the riches? Shadow boxing demons digging ditches for all of these lizards. When I'm finished with them, man, they can't understand my intentions. Man, they can't understand my inventions. Wish I had an intervention when I was stuck in attention. Ten black sheep deep, they just want us to. Be- Let's see if we can make this happen. Let's see. What's good, bro? What's up, man? What's up, man? Hey, not much. Like, okay, so welcome to the Cluttered Minds Podcast, man. Cluttered Minds Podcast. Welcome. Oh, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Great. Great to finally be up here. Yeah, man. Um, huh. I'm I'm excited, truly. I love you guys' podcast. Um, I know it's I know it's revamped into something different. When well, I'm gonna let you guys explain that. Um, but I I just wanted to first let you guys know that I, that I really thoroughly enjoyed yeah. listening to your show. Thank you. Thank oh, you. appreciate it, man. And honestly, I. Not just saying, like, I've, I've enjoyed listening to the episodes, both the ones that you have now deleted, and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SoundCloud was uh, getting on me. They was like, look, man, you got to pay us this money. And I was like, look, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> and they were like, well, you're going to have to... We're, you're not going to be able to show your the, sh- the ones that you even recorded previously. And I was like, well, fuck them. SoundCloud <laughs> <laughs> to put up podcast? Huh? So you have to pay SoundCloud to put up podcast? No, well, so basically the way SoundCloud was doing it was you could um, post like maybe like thirty minutes of something, maybe a week or some shit. And obviously my podcasts are a lot longer than that, which yeah. to to their detriment sometimes. But like they were like, so I started paying for the pro account, and um, yeah. It was cool while you know while I had that extra money to spend, but like I got priorities, man. Like, <laughs> like that shit was not always. It wasn't worth it. And then, I, and then I looked into Anchor, which you know, big shout out to Anchor. You know, I don't know. Obviously, I, you guys use Anchor too, so obvious shout out to Anchor. Um, but yeah, they post on iTunes. They post on Spotify. What what's there to what's there to question? Like <laughs> there's no competition there. Like, like SoundCloud wants you to like pay with Anchor put you on bigger platforms than SoundCloud. Well, exactly. SoundCloud, well I don't know. Well SoundCloud be SoundCloud be good, I guess, if you you know have that traffic, but 
Yeah. Yeah. Anchor's doing, Anchor's doing the damn thing. Which, but you, you know, gotta think of, like the thing is, people don't listen to SoundCloud as much as they listen to Apple Music, like or Spotify. So, right. <laughs> like I don't know. I still see people um, up in Boston who have like. There's apparently a whole network of black podcasters, which I just I just seen, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna definitely have to get in this network. Because one, I don't know that many black people in Boston, but <laughs> I don't, I definitely want to do a lot of podcasts and stuff and expanding that. So maybe Boston will bring me something good. It, it's always, I've always heard it. I've really always heard that it was like no black people in Boston. So, <laughs> I mean, no, there's black people there. It's just, you know. Scarce. Yeah. I mean, it's. We talk about if you on Duke campus, like when you walk around, you're gonna see like white Asian, white Asian. Oh, you play sport, white Asian, white Asian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boston. right. And like, of white, course, white. there's a couple that are like, oh, you're in law school. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But white Asian, white Asian, white Asian, white Asian, white Asian. Oh yeah, <laughs> white Asian, white Asian. That's like, you definitely play for the boom because you got some kind of no Yeah, oh, right. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh man. You're one of the six black people on the red side. Right. Mookie Mookie. Mookie bet. Shit. I'm telling you, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Hey man. But that's my life now. That's that's where I live. <laughs> that's where I live now. That's okay. Though. That's for now. Until you know your missus gets out of school. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's going very well for her, and she's enjo- um, enjoying it. Um, she's figuring out where she actually wants to concentrate in, and it's in women's health, which is needed. Um, so it's it's kind of cool. It's just like you know, you know, do your thing, because I mean, she definitely has a more lucrative dream than I do, because like my, <laughs> like I want to do the military, which is why I'm in Maryland. And I, I want to continue to do the military, and I want to do more podcast, radio, broadcasting type stuff, which could make money, but could also just not. You got to be able to If you want that enough, you'll get it. So yeah. Whatever you want, just go for it, you'll get it. Yeah. I'm going to have to. You know, you know. Ain't no use in just making money if you're not happy. So I'm, I'm glad she found something that she's happy doing um, that will also just so happen to make her a lot of money. <laughs> but, yeah, man. So, okay. So tell us about the Whiskey Talk podcast, formerly Bourbon Boys podcast. Formerly, uh, what was it before that? Formerly, we had so many names. This is cool. This will be our third name. Third name? Oh wow. <laughs> our most but our, our the one that we held on to the most was Bourbon Boys, mm-hmm. which was the one before this one. We oh. had uh, I forgot. Oh, half a seat. That was the one. It was half a seat before this. Half a seat was when we were supposed to have like four or five people on it and we we're supposed to have this like kind of round table discussion on stuff. And then that fell through like almost instantly. So then because it was just gonna be me and Dre or Dre and I, my bad. <laughs> um, we changed it to Bourbon Boys. 
Because mm-hmm. we drink and we talk about bullshit. And then... Are you guys drinking right now? You said what? Are you guys drinking right now? I am. I am. We, we, I, I'm a little bit more inebriated than I <laughs> What are you drinking? Uh, I have had some of the new Ciroc uh, Cognac. Uh, yeah, has nice. cognac. Yeah, it makes it brown now. Yeah, it's pretty what? nice. What? Yeah, okay. check that out. Okay. Um, I had the same for the same items. It was the old seven week ale, which isn't bad. It's not necessarily my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but wasn't bad. Okay, fair enough. And I had a little bootlegger to start the night off. <laughs> yeah, gotta have that. Okay. And out, I'm drinking some wild outros. Oh wow! Hey. Hey, I just drink too. I found um. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Lining Kugels, the ones that make the shandy. I've never heard. Well, there, there, there's this uh, company, Line and Kugels. They make a, they make a good summer shandy, like lemon shandy. And um, I don't know. I, I normally only drink that with uh, Jameson, because Jameson and summer shandy is fucking great. You have to try it. It's, it's amazing. But anyways, so I have this now. This other one is called Snowdrift Vanilla Porter, which I mean it's fine. But if I'm being honest, I've had this same six pack for like the last two weeks so so it's not that good <laughs> like i don't know it's it's okay though i'm finishing it tonight don't get just because our podcast is named it has an alcohol in it doesn't <laughs> you drink right no no it's good like i mean i i wanted to drink tonight it's the weekend you know uh so i was gonna drink regardless i just wasn't sure if I was going to drink this bullshit. But, you know, money's tight, so I might as well drink what I have. <laughs> like, it's okay. Oh, man. Yeah, man. As, the, as the person who is knows how to get drunk on a gas station budget, I fully understand. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still, like, 40s have become a norm for me in a pinch. Oh, like, it's like, oh, you know I what? I got a couple funny. bucks. I'll just get a 40. Instead of wishing I got a bottle, uh, you know, whatever, it'll do the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, a forty, a forty will get you, you know, you buzz whenever you want to. You know? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Now, granted, it's in a it's a huge container, so it makes you feel like, oh man, I'm I'm really drinking, drinking. But I mean, it's a it's just malt liquor. It's okay. It's not that bad. Uh, a forty is like, oh yeah, you have to be committed to a forty. Yeah, that's the only. Uh, there's no, there's no closing that and opening it back up. Nah, you gotta, no, you gotta finish it. And it's flat as fuck. And you're like, finish. Right? <laughs> I want to drink this, and I was like, I spent two dollars. I can waste it. And it's like, well, you can't waste alcohol. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Once you start it, you gotta finish that shit. But okay, so while while we're still on the topic of alcohol, right? What's your number one go-to alcohol each of you? Crown Royal Wild Turkey. 
I knew the wild turkey one. Wow. Is it still Red Stag or just? Wild Turkey 101. Okay. Red Stag is um, uh, Jim B. Oh, fuck. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Damn. That's wild, wild Turkey has the American honey. Wild Turkey has the rare green. Uh, wild Turkey has Wild Turkey on Jim B. Is, has the red, red Stag black cherry. Oh, that's Wild, the one wild that's Turkey has American honey. Mm-hmm. Jim Bean today. Yeah. Right. Crown Royal is go-to for me. Either that or Bird Dog. Bird Dog. Oh, okay. okay. Um, my go-to is fucking Jameson. Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's Jameson. I, it's crazy. I, I can just drink Jameson without anything. Just Jameson on the rocks. Jameson hey, I straight. Thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoy a good Bird Dog because Bird Dog for a whiskey, it's eighty like eighty proof. You know, it's pretty standard. Like eighty, like eighty proof is like average. Yeah. But the flavor that you get, it's amazing. Like for for it's like sixteen bucks, you get a fifth. You get a like they they come in, it comes in apple, strawberry, peach, blackberry, and cinnamon. No, is, is there a cinnamon, is there a cinnamon a one? If you go to Instagram page, they have a lot of flavors. Anyway, it's called Bird Dog. I've had blackberry, apple, strawberry, and peach. And all of those are pretty fantastic. And I'm gonna have to, that's going to have to be the next bottle I get. I mean, I've been stacking since I got here. Um, whenever I... It's it's it, it's going to sound like I have a problem, but it's only... Okay, I'm just going to say it. So, since I've gotten here, I've been just stacking bottles in my trunk. So, like, every check, right, I'll just get two bottles. One for me, one for the wife, right? And I'll just put it in the trunk. It just, it just, it, it's just staying in there. I'm not gonna touch it until I get back in March, right? And I have so many bottles to unpack. We're not gonna have to buy alcohol for a while. I think that's smart, but I also think I look like an alcoholic. But it's okay, whatever. I'll be super pissed if I get rear-ended though. This thing, it's also a regional thing because there's only certain things you get in certain areas. That is very, very true. True. Because this, this rock that I got today, it apparently is like only here for the holidays, mm-hmm. but they can get it up from PT on up. So you can get it in Boston and you can get it in Maryland where you're at, but it's from like anything below DC, you can't get it. Oh man. <laughs> I hate that. I'm still trying to, um, I'm still trying to get, um, what is it called? Pappy? One of these days, I'm going to get. Like, you know, because they, they uh, it's like every couple years or something, they'll um have a bid for like this Pappy Van Winkle whiskey, bourbon, whiskey, I think. Bourbon and whiskey, whatever. One of those, right? And like, it's a super expensive bottle. Like the bottles are like 500 a piece. Right, right. But, but that's mainly because they're so scarce. Like, there's like a hundred bottles that get made every couple of years. So it's like, I want to get like three bottles, keep two, you know, and just drink one, but like only on special occasions. And then I don't know that, but it'll be weird for like, Oh, what's the, like, what's your, like, as far as your net worth, what's the, what's the most expensive thing you have outside of your car? Well, this is bottle of whiskey. <laughs> like, like, but that's probably going to be my life. 
I want that whiskey. I mean, honestly, that's not terrible. Well, I'm sure there's people who are worse. Yeah, I'm sure. Man. So, what else? Okay, so another thing you do is you're a football coach. Mm-hmm. So tell us about coaching football as a football fan. And you're coaching elementary or is it middle school? Well, it's, I am, in essence, I'm the bridger of that gap. So you can't, in, in here, down down here in the state of North Carolina, you can't play middle school ball until you're in seventh grade. Okay. So basically, 12 years old, you can't play middle school football. So the coach that me and my boy LJ coach, we coach the 11-12, the 11-12-year-old. So 11 is that sixth grade year where you're kind of into like your, this your first year in middle school. You're not, you know, you're still getting used to like some new stuff and this, that, and the third. So we coach 11 and 12 year old. So I've been doing this about three years and yes, I love the game of football. I played the game for what, six years and I've been around the game basically my whole life. So, I remember, I remember when we were at Central. Um, we went because y'all were doing flag football at the time, and I just went out one time to just—I don't know—because I, I, that was the type. Our, our relationship started with me just kind of following you guys around, and like, like it was playing pool, and then wherever you guys were going, I was like, "Yeah, shit, I'll go, whatever." And um, I remember one time. You hit me in the chest. Like, you, you didn't punch me, but you just, I guess, like, yeah, I don't know how to yeah. describe it. You just, like, like, shoved me in the chest. Like, I mean, you told me, like, you wanted to do it, and I was like, all right, I can take this, and that shit hurt. Yeah, it was one of those, it was It was basically, like, a, a, it was a hand punch that you do, I, I did as a lineman to, like, you know, slow down whoever was trying to, like, pass rush me at that moment. So mm-hmm. yeah. No, that I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that was yeah. That's a feeling. That yeah. That's something. What and about the, no the way and where I hit you at is where I aim to hit people at because you want to hit people right around their solar plexus and diaphragm. Uh-huh. So that way when you hit them, you get their lungs to stop. Just for a second. <laughs> That thing. So this thing, when people's eyes close, they stop moving. So like if you were if you when you're walking, mm-hmm. right, walking, you like your eyes close when your foot's on the ground because you don't want like you don't want to have your eyes closed when you're supposed to be going forward. Okay. So if you get somebody if you get somebody to stop their breathing, their eyes are going to close. They're going to hesitate. And all it takes is that split second to slow them down to give you an advantage. So you got as a, as as an office as a lineman, you wanted to hit people in their diaphragm slash solar plexus to slow them down a little bit. So that way it made it easier for you to block them on pass plays, on run plays, whatever the case may be. Hmm. I'm learning things. This makes me like football more. That's so well, cool. I, like that, that's that pretty cool though, and I know how it feels now without pads. That's not fun. <laughs> like, oh boy, good stuff. 
What about you, Dre? Do you how invested are you in football? I like football. It's my favorite sport. Uh, playing it. basketball, I can never get into. Some people like basketball, but football, I like a lot. He's he's more. I'm I'm um, I'm more of a collegiate connoisseur. Mm-hmm. He likes NFL games a bit more than I. Yeah, I'm, I I have got I have taught him the ways of collegiate. He has, and I'm sitting here now every Saturday. Watching random games. It doesn't yeah. matter who's playing. He'll just watch a random game. <laughs> See, which... I want to start watching um, college football. Um, I don't think that my not watching football is going to affect the NFL at all. But, like, eh, I'm okay without it. So, it's just like, yeah, okay. Like, I can, I guess, seem like I'm really, really pushing this, this uh, you know, fuck the NFL thing. While also, I really just, I do miss the Steelers, though. But like, I just people tell me what's going on, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And uh, okay, I'm just not gonna watch still though. I just don't go out of my way to watch football anymore. But college so, football. I, I just want to say this. I okay. want to say this. So I, of course, am a rise up Falcons fan the day I die. Uh, uh, DeAndre here is a uh, a San Francisco 49ers fan. Don't what? Know. But you know, what guys, really? All this, so, yeah, no, for real, for real. That's and cool. My brother used to be a San Francisco 49ers fan. I don't know why, but he was. So that's kind of cool. Marquise will wave his terrible towel until he gets <laughs> different. I still have it. <laughs> Fucking love so Mar- that thing. So, Marquise, I want to let you know DeAndre is about to tear you a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I know he hates the Steelers. That's one of the episodes I was listening to. I was like, wait, 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 what's all this hatred? What is this? Calm down. Don't hate the Steelers that much. What's wrong with you? What's wrong, man? What do they do to you? It's the fans. It's the fans. It's just the fans. So you hate the Patriots too, obviously. I know I respect the you know I respect the players. So you can respect the Patriots fans, but you hate the Steelers fans. That's insane. Well, Patriots right fans right. are violent and racist sometimes. Oh, <laughs> oh, time, my, my, I didn't have hatred for them up until two years ago. Then I had hatred. The Patriots. So anytime they talk this shit, the Patriots fans can the Patriots can back that shit up. Yeah, the I mean. When you pick a good team and just say, oh, you know they're good, right? Yeah, yeah, we know they're good. So, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I, I would never disrespect and act like the Patriots aren't great. They are notoriously great. But, fuck them. So? Well, you're still I mean, y'all... <laughs> Hey, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say much about it, but y'all fans, man, I don't know. Y'all, you know, the first thing they run to is, who got no Super Bowl win? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I can't even really be such a huge fan of of a thing anymore because I, I get so, like, self-conscious about it because it's like, I'm a, I like the Steelers a lot. Like, I think I like I have since I was a kid. Um, I like the Steelers. Huh? I like y'all, Coach. You said he's black. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, though. But, like, I like the Steelers, but when I see people in Boston 
their fandom is too far sometimes. Like you see people with all types of get up, like just like the pe- the type of people who would cry if their team lost type of people or they would have a bad day if their team lost. Like that is insane to me cuz it's like dude, I mean you weren't okay. out there. So like what? Like <laughs> I have I've never been the one to be like the only I've never cried over a loss. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten like full blown upset over a loss. Not even two years ago. No, I was too drunk to remember the end of that game. <laughs> I woke I woke up Monday. No, hold on. I woke up Monday and I was like, man, I had a dream that we lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's I woke so up and I was like, oh no, that was real. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? I was like, okay, cool. So that wasn't a fairy tale in my head. And you know what? I drank for the next four months, got over it, and now I'm going to be 28-3 joke. That's I'm so good. sad. I had a dream we lost the Super Bowl, you man. You can't make it because you're not a Falcons fan. Okay? How about that? You can't make it because you ain't a fan. I can make it because I pulled for this team. 24-7, 365, 366 on deep year days. So I won't hear that shit. Anyway, but I will. No. Hey, like, I was that same year, I was very sad. Foxborough, Massachusetts was pulling for us that game. Anyway. Anyway, we'll bounce back from that. Look, I was very sad that year as well. That year, there was a game that we were supposed to win that we did not win. Like, the Steelers were playing, I think they were playing the Patriots. And no, they, y'all in Green Bay in the Super Bowl. No, 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 not in the Super Bowl. I mean, the same year that the that the Falcons lost. Damn, I feel so harsh saying it like that. But the same year that the Falcons lost the Super Bowl, uh-huh. the Steelers were doing okay, and they played. I think it was the no. Patriots or something. Who did they play? Uh, y'all played the y'all played the Texans that year. They, the Texans were supposed to. Y'all were supposed to beat the Texans in Pittsburgh. The Texans and we lost. The Texans got by the Patriots the week after that in the fucking uh, AFC Divisional. Or- <laughs> it was so depressing. So depressing. Oh, my god! No, I remember that. Because I was pulling for the Texans. Because I was like, I know we can beat the fucking Texans in the Super Bowl. And- <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And see, the thing is, like, that same – I that was the only game I bet on. Like, I bet – because I was like, I know for a few – no, no, no. It was a – there was a, a Steelers-Patriots game. There was a Steelers-Patriots game because I bet on it against somebody who's a Patriots fan. I'm talking about me. Can we stop? Well, look, we're trying to move on from that right now. Okay. <laughs> Is he still bringing it up? <laughs> Stop this right now so I can go across the street to get some something more to drink. I'll <laughs> back a little bit, okay? I know we were. I had I know I had the picture of Robert Alfred dodging <laughs> on the big six before halftime on my background for two and a half. I can attest to that. I've seen so that in your background. Lost, right? I kept that picture up. I didn't care. I was like, I'm gonna remember <laughs> Uh, this was the first half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you know. I don't get my life. This too much. So, so, so we avoid more sadness. Let let's let's move on. So we can avoid more sadness. Like no, back back to the original question, which was, or the original statement, which was, I've never had a team. 
I've had my teams affect my weekends. I can't sit here and lie. Like, <laughs> Saturday, Atlanta lost on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That has affected my weekend. Well, yeah, that's win. two losses in a row. I yeah, that, that's that's different. I cried over a loss, right. but I will, I will, because this is the thing. If I don't have anything else going on, I will invest my because I invest myself in the teams I pull mm-hmm. because I'm pulling for them. Now, during my football season, if we lose on Saturday, I'm going to fuck what my team do. Like, I lost. So, I personally lost. Right. Man, fuck it. Because you know what? Fuck it. I don't care what you try to do to make me feel better. I don't care what you do to make me feel better. I can't work. Right. Well, but if my, the Giants on Monday. <laughs> but if my team wins on Saturday, then we can just add as a bonus. Right. And it's just basically... It's just like when I played football, if we lost on a Friday, Ooh, boy, that's that tough. shit affected me. Because <laughs> yeah. I put my soul out there. Being a coach, so being a coach, you know what I'm saying? Now, it's a completely different mindset. Now, being, being a coach, do, do you feel that, okay, so you played and now you're a coach. Do yeah. you Where do you feel the most pressure? As a coach? Or like the more the most responsibility as a coach or an individual player on a team of players? As Well, I mean, as as, pre- as far as pressure goes, yeah. it is a player because – so this is the thing. They're coaching and uh, coaching and a player are two sides of the same coin. When you're a, co- when you're a player, the coaches give you stuff all week. And then on Friday night or Thursday night, they tell you, get out there and go. As a coach, I give my players stuff all week. And then on Saturdays, I'm like, all right, get out there and go. On Saturdays, I don't have the pressure on me except for situational. On game days as a player, every play that you're out there is pressure. True. So to me, there is less pressure as a coach, at least on my level. There's less there's less pressure as a coach because it's only situational that I have pressure. Like, okay, if we have a three, if it's a three point game going into the second half, you know, we have two timeouts left and we have the ball. What are we gonna do? You know, any other time, I'm just like, all right, LJ, hey, call your play or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. As as a coach, it's more situational. As a player, when you're out there, every play, every play means something. Every down means something. As a coach, it's the same thing. But you know, if it's first down, if it's first and ten, you know, with three minutes left in the first quarter and it's zero zero, well, there's no pressure there. It's just like, all right, let's see what happens. Okay. To me, the more consistent pressure is as a player. But in those high pressure situations, it's a coach because at that point, it's like. It's like, okay, so say, so Marquis, say that you're in control of a unit, right? Mm-hmm. And say you have just 10 people under you that are on your, like, you know, that have to follow your lead. Right. Once you give them direction and you tell them to go, everything is out of your hand. Right. So now it's like, okay, I'm just, I'm, I am counting on y'all to do what I told you to do and what you know what to do. Fair enough. And, but different than if you're, you know, you, if you're that subordinate and then they tell you, this is what I want you to do, and you get to actually go out there and do it. 
as somebody who's in charge, there's a helpless feeling, which is it, it's strong. It's right. so strong. Because at that point, because again, it's just like I'm sitting here and I'm telling somebody, look, I need you to go. I need you to take these steps and go make this block on this person. At that point, I can't do it for them. I can't go out on the field and do it for them. Right. I just have to count on them making that play themselves. Damn. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so it 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 changes into a helplessness because it's like, damn, I I really hope I told them the right thing. I hope that. Right. What I think is the right idea is actually the right idea. It's not even that. It's just like, look, I've given you, because we tell, like, it's like, look, I've given you the tools to be great. All I need you to do is go out there and do it. I can't control somebody going out there and doing the proper step. I can't control somebody going out there and doing the proper thing. It's just, all right, I'm counting on you. And it's just, it's helpless. It's just a helpless feeling. But when they go out there and do succeed, it is so just euphoric. <laughs> See? High risk, high reward type of deal. Exactly. It's like, look, you know, I'm going to put all this time effort into y'all, and I don't know if I'm going to get anything back. But when I do, oh man, is it amazing. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Okay. And do you, so do you watch NBA at all? I do. I'll say, I, I do not. I'll, 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 I'm going to back off right now. I'm going to let Dre step in. I'm not a big NBA person. I follow okay. the Hornets. You know, yeah. Charlotte, but that's about it. Yeah, man, 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 man. Follow the Hornets, follow LeBron. What you want to know? Oh, you, said, you said what or LeBron? Follow the and I follow LeBron. What you want to know? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, sometimes I I find myself wanting to to dig into a sport, you know, and it's just like, well, I couldn't go basketball. And then I talked to, like, my best friend. uh, One of my best friends is Mexican. The other one is not Mexican. And she watches... So you know which what the what the Mexican watches, but like the other one, she watches basketball heavy. She's a big, probably one of Kobe's biggest fans, and okay. she's a diehard Lakers fan. Now, All right. so it's like when I talk to when I talk to Jose, it's just like yo, like obviously, Jose, my wife, soccer easy. I can watch soccer. I'm actually. Um, this last uh, fucking World Cup, I was watching. I watched a lot of it, and it was pretty cool, right? Now this, like, but when it's not World Cup time, what do I do? So I'm trying to see like what I need to look in as far as basketball. And of course, people are like, "Oh, you know, well, you're in Massachusetts, obviously the Celtics." And I'm like, "Eh, I hate the color green. I don't like, <laughs> like." I don't know. There's just something about that, that that is important to me. But I can't just go for it. See, when it comes to the color yellow, right? Obviously, I like the Steelers, but I don't like the Chargers. The Chargers are fucking... I don't know. I don't know anything about the Chargers. Like, that's how much it does not matter to me. 
but then I think of also like for basketball, it's like there's uh there's the are the Hawks still a team? Atlanta? Atlanta Hawks are still a team. Yeah, so the Hawks sometimes are yellow. Uh fucking the oh, Warriors. Yeah. Uh I, say, I, don't know if, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but Marquise's favorite color is yellow. Yo, yeah, so my favorite color is yellow. So that's that's how it that's that's the first thing for me. It's like the appeal. Like, do I wanna watch like this team? Do I feel like looking at this for the next however long it takes for this game to be over? And with the Steelers, always. Yeah, absolutely. So is that why you like the Steelers? That's where I started. When I was a kid, yes, that's exactly why I liked it. Because um, it was yellow. Yeah, because it was yellow. And then there was uh, Jerome Bettis. Then there was fucking Troy Potomalu. And then Michael Vick was there for a very little bit of time. But, like, it was just like, it was also cool people that I would, like, like oh shit and apparently apparently I'm Michael Vick's cousin distant cousin I would say don't that's dope yeah I mean I guess you know I mean we I don't talk to him but like, <laughs> apparently I I went to a family reunion some sometime in Ohio and like that was I remember that like someone one of my family members saying something about like literally their families growing up together or something like that. Like apparently we're related, but yeah. The first family Virginia told the second family Virginia that the first is the baby. Hmm. Anyway, nothing. Just talking to myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> but okay. So as far as basketball, what what is your recommendation as far as uh, attaching myself to a a team? And following them, where well, do I where do I start? Yeah, if you talking about are you talking pro or collegiate? Pro. Pro, I would say pull for the home team. I I'm a I'm a Hornets fan. So what was your? Or home? you find you either pull for the home team, or you pull, or you find a player that you like. So yeah. either home team or player that I like. Yeah, I do both. I pull for the Hornets because that's the home team, but I also like LeBron, so. I follow LeBron. So I should just start with the Hornets then. I'll do that. I would say start with the Hornets. And then it's like, I mean, I like I like the Warriors style of play. Because uh, you like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Who you like? <laughs> I'm going to think this. In a football personality, I'm a defensive man all the way. I want, I like 10-7 games, 7-3 games. Fuck it. If, if I can win a game three to two, I will win a game three to two. Mm. But in, in basketball, I want you to jack up as many three pointers as possible. I want to go forty. Yeah, I think I wouldn't want to watch a safely played. I would hate to watch a safely played basketball game. That'd be annoying. Go to stage and got drugs up tonight. When I play two K, I shoot three. Okay, I shoot three. I'm putting points up, bruh. They're going to talk about like 22 points. Okay, that's what. That's fine. Whatever. I like Golden. I like Golden State style. Of- well, I guess speaking of basketball, what do y'all feel about KD and his whole situation now? I think okay. that's a bunch of. I get it. Wait, wait. What's his situation now? Are we talking about the fact that he moved to the Warriors? Or are we talking about no, other we're shit? Talking about, 
about Draymond that said about like he hasn't made up his mind about you know if he's staying or not. It's like whatever. Like if he stay, he stay. If he don't, he don't. Who what Draymond do Green? He can go anywhere. So is Draymond Green trying to figure out if he's staying, or is it someone else trying to figure out if he's staying? Oh, well, I mean, I already, okay, so I start that by saying I knew as soon as he said he was going to the Warriors, I was like, yeah, he's going so he can get a ring. That's fair. I get it. I get, like, if I I think of it from his point of view, it's like, man, shit. I mean, I work, I I would assume that he thinks he works hard. He's like, I work hard, but I'm only going to be recognized sometimes as good as the team I play on. So fucking fuck I, it. I'm gonna go to a better team who's obvious who's who's hot right now. They're gonna get they're gonna get their ring. I'm gonna have a ring under my belt. Boom. I can mark that off on my little basketball resume. I think I think the K D was more like in, in Oklahoma City, it was the K the K D featuring Russell Westbrook and the rest of them. I think K D was like, Yes, I want a ring, but also I want all that weight lifted off. Where I don't have to be the man anymore. But he's instantly the man in Golden State. No, he wasn't. You know, he, he wasn't, wasn't the man, man in Golden State. No. Golden State, even after KD, was Steph Curry's team. Yeah. Still, I, I would argue that. I don't know what it is now, but it was definitely Steph Curry's team still. Okay, KD had to go put up 35 or 40. Yeah. He had to. I didn't he even think to. about it from this, from this point. This, this makes a lot of sense, too. Every night. So, I'm going to start by looking into the Hornets, and I'm just going to be a Hornets fan. First of all, just be a Hornets fan because of the colors, bro. That colors are dope. That teal and purple, bro. No, that, that, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful uniform. Like, I remember the old the old hats. Like, bro, no. The, like the hats, the quarter zip jackets, like all of that shit. I love the Hornets colors. This whole year, the Hornets are going old school, bro. They go on, they have the court painted up like it was back in the nineties. They got the uniforms like it was in the nineties with those pinstripes, those teal, those teal uniforms. I might just uniforms. have to I might just have to buy some Hornet stuff and just like and just wear it all the time. You're the third best team in the East right now. If the Celtics and the Raptors slip up, then you got the Hornets in the championship game. But. So I need to start doing my fandom now before they like become great and then I look like a bandwagon type of person. So I stopped, I stopped pulling for the Hornets. I stopped pulling for the Hornets when they went to New Orleans, and I did. I hated the Bobcats for the first couple of years because I played like NBA eleven or twelve. Boy, they and were trash when they were the Bobcats. <laughs> when they when like their third best player was Biznak Biombo. 
He back, he back on the team now. But, bro, that nigga was like a 54. And I was like, I'm going to put up 30 with Bismack. And I put up 30 with Bismack. I lost They were 40. the Bobcats. Wait, but they're still the Hornets now, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. Because they but, were the Bo- so this, I remember yeah. the Bobcats now. That's insane. With the orange so and fucking is, white. No, the orange, white, and blue. But Ugh. So, I'm going to say this. So, so, when the Hornets left Charlotte and went to New Orleans, which they're now the Pelicans, the Pelicans now have all the Charlotte Hornets stuff from when they were in Charlotte before. Mm-hmm. So the Bob, when we got a new franchise of, of, with the Bobcats here, the Hornets now have all the Bobcats records, which means that the current Hornets have the lowest win percentage in the season, basically, which the Bobcats said. And we're ran by the greatest NBA player of all time. Yeah, I don't understand. So when when people bring up the um the the is LeBron better than Kobe conversation, I mean better than um Jordan conversation, is that conversation for another day? We 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 can say that. We okay, we'll, we'll save that. We'll save that for for another uh, another whole episode. Okay. <laughs> that is basically at least a half episode by itself. So we are not we not talking about that right now, Drake. Right. But that fucking pocket right now, okay? Just a fuck that. Put that in your back pocket. We're not talking about that shit right now. Oh God. Okay, so I'll skip that then. We won't even do that. But I am now. Officially a Charlotte Hornets fan, uh, I I definitely didn't like the Bobcats though. Like they just their colors didn't do it for me. I I don't like the color orange like that. It just kind of turns me off. This is like it's weird. Do you watch college basketball? Uh, I don't watch basketball or football much either way. But I'm down to watch college basketball. I think I w- I think I want to be a Duke fan though. Huh? You should check out. Oh God! Check out who? Duke. Yeah, so, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, I think I would go for Duke. We're gonna change the name of our podcast again to Blatant Homerism. <laughs> hey, I, I think, I think I would go for Duke. Um, because just as far as I just think of the hospitals and the 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 areas, like I've spent a lot more time near Duke than I have near Carolina. So I don't know. I don't. Hey, so I guess with college basketball, this de- is probably Duke. And uh, do you? Oh, do you think uh, Central? I mean, you know. Uh, hey, I, I have to ask. Do you think Central ever is ever gonna really, really, really get bigger than they are? No, I think so. Why do you say no, Chas? Because as an HBCU, you're not gonna get but so much shine. That's that, okay. How it works. So, so the the so for the obvious reason. Okay, gotcha. And, and why do you say this, yes then? This is another thing. So, HBCU men's basketball. If we're talking about basketball, mm-hmm. men's basketball is, is is under a resurgence under a uh, a decorated alumnus, Lavelle Moses. Who the hell is he? 
the head basketball coach at Central. Oh. He coached at my former high school before he went to Central. Oh. Yeah, Coach Mel was a what was an alum. Follow you everywhere you go, boy. That boy, he went to he went to Sanderson. He was he was a head basketball coach at Sanderson before he went to Central. I remember that. Anyway, not that you know there. He moved up. So until Moten gets another job, which he rightfully deserves. At a at a p at at a at a, uh, a major PWR. level, honestly, before NC State hired their previous coach, they should have hired him. Hey man, I like yeah. NC State. That guy is phenomenal. This won't stay. But this won't stay. Lavelle Moten deserves a D one top tier job because that man can coach and he can recruit and he can develop. One two three. That's what you want at a D1 program. So you're not sure how he can develop the NCC basketball team? Yeah. He's taking them to, he's, he is taking them to a NCAA appearance, which they haven't done in 20 years. Yeah, true. I was pretty I was pretty proud. I mean, I never graduated from Central, but I was I was definitely proud. I was like, damn, like, look at him. At doing cool shit. They've, yeah. done, they've done great things. Yeah. Honestly, this is what I think is going to happen. When Coach K finally decides he's going to step down, they're going to go after Lavelle Moe. Duke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I don't think the assistant coach at Duke right now is going to be the. I'm gonna tell, no, I'm going to tell you why. Because you got a man who knows Durham, knows the local area. Because, first of all, North Carolina is a breeding ground of town. Yeah. So what do you want? You want somebody who knows this area. Coach Bowden knows this area. He has connects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He took a team in his fourth year, in his fourth year, with players he brought in their freshman year to the NCAA tournament. And so his work speaks for him. I was about to say, how was really about to say Lavelle Bowden, in essence, right now, Central is the Duke is treating Central as its breeding ground. You think so? Yeah, I think so. And when they bring Lavelle Moten up, when Coach K retires, continuing it. Because the thing, Lavelle Moten can also take that five-star guy like Zion Williamson and work and work him into a rotation. He is. Oh, he definitely is. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Anyway. <laughs> Moten, Coach Moten, will be able to do that. So, so what you're saying is, he's gonna go to Duke, and then what's gonna happen to Central? Basically, is the is your argument to why they'll end up staying where they are outside of outside of them being an HBCU. System of Duke is essentially gonna be kind of like brothers. It basically Duke right now is. Treating Central like it's Triple A uh, baseball city. Right. So Duke is a major league team. They're the Tampa Bay Rays. If Central is a minor league team, they're the Tampa. They're the uh, Durham Bulls. Right. So what's going to happen is when Coach K finally retires, it's only going to be about two years before he does. Moten will get brought up being a Duke head coach. And then they'll go from there. Hmm. Okay. Honestly, actually, it all depends on who retires first, Roy Williams 
Coach K. Man, no, Roy Williams. I'm out of there. I'm sorry. Get him out of there. Who, Roy Williams? Yo, get him out. UNC, get him out of there. 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 I guess that's the that's the takeaway. Get get Roy Williams out of there. Get him out. <laughs> so so Dre, why do you think that in spite of Central being a HBCU and apparently possibly losing their head coach to Duke, um, why do you think that they're gonna come out a lot stronger than they have been and and, and you know? I just feel like Central's Central's growing. So I feel like I mean Were you pissed about their um about their, their logo change thing and their name change the talk about that? Yeah, I mean I like I mean I don't know, I just feel like they're growing. Like I knew they eventually they'll be a force to be right now. I just I just feel it. I don't know. I just feel it coming for them. You you know who got beat like forty five nothing today in football? Who? Central. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> First of all, when you start with that's cute, I just know it's not going to be nice from that point. <laughs> you got blown out in your rivalry game. That is unacceptable. You want to see that blown out? Dude just got blown out. And you can't open it. Have you accepted that ball? Yes. I've learned. No. Yes. I want to accept it from state. Okay. See and see folks, you've heard it here first. This is this is what you have to look forward to on the Whiskey Talk podcast. I enjoy that shit. I hope you will too. This shit is Honestly. dope to me. Cause like I'm I'm learning so much about sports that like because like my extent of being able to play sports is I can, nah. I guess, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm not great at basketball. I, I've gotten a little bit better uh, since we last played, but uh, I'm not great. And football, I wouldn't play it. Uh, I just, nah, I'm okay without that. Um, Cause it would be just my luck. I would get hit really hard, and and die. So I'm just not gonna, not even gonna chance that one. I would like to play baseball. I think I would like to play baseball. Um, I think I would have the longest career in in doing that. I think I would have a okay chance. I just don't know how they. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like that would be my only, like unless I got really good at golf, which would obviously be a lot a lot longer of a career I could have. Like, which I just think golf is impressive because sending that ball and when people get hole in one, like, that's amazing to me. That's crazy. Such a little ball. How do you get that all the way over there? And then uh, it just kind of rolls in. Like, what the fuck? It's insane. But baseball is cool. I don't watch it, but it's hard to watch on TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually learned baseball from that. But 
three things I've learned from him. It's collegiate football, baseball, and soccer. There's three things I've learned. watching soccer uh i think i enjoy watching soccer a lot more um than i i definitely wouldn't ever watch golf on tv i think that's horrible um, i can't it's just weird like seeing a, like they show the the air and the little ball and sometimes you can't even fucking see it you're like what the fuck are we looking at and then it hits the ground and you're like oh that's what we're okay i guess it's just fucking weird. And then baseball is boring to watch. And then basketball is cool to watch. Football is cool to watch, too. Like, I like watching those. I just, you know, got to focus my watching. Uh, I just have no... Well, now I have advice on where to start. And, like, so how do you... When you look back... Because I've seen Chaz, at least. I've seen you watching old football games, like... Obviously, you have a different level of dedication to the sport um, as a player, coach, and fan. But like, how do you find yourself? And you, and you actually legitimately like history. So, is it just a like you have that or you don't type of thing, or like how do you find yourself going back and watching that? Well, honestly, there's times when like if I say, say so, say I miss a game, mm-hmm. I'll go back watch it even though I know the outcome just because I, I, I like to see how it got to that point there's other times where it's just like okay it's certain like if I got certain things happened in that game I want to see how it got to that point where it's like oh so like the starting quarterback got knocked out well let's see what it is that they're their backup in order to get there it's stuff like that that's mm-hmm. what I want okay hmm Man, we are already at an hour. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> and I, I love it. But I just like, damn, like we have so many. Like, there's so many things like that we can talk about. Well, which is, nobody's at the end right now. Of course. And I'm just thinking. I'm like, do I want to to keep going now, or record another episode? But then again, okay, so it, it depends on this. Did you listen to the three tracks with Crit? Did you listen to Oxnard? I listen to both. I've listened to both. Okay, I've listened to both, so I guess we're talking about it now. I'll tell you about it. Hold on a second. Okay. So if if we want to talk about it now, can you pause your recording on your end? 
Wait, okay, so if we're gonna no, we can just end it. We can just end it now then, and then like, and then do another episode, um, later oh. and talk about it once because. Yeah, I I think we could dive deep into those, and there was other albums that um, that we should also listen to. Um, I don't know if you if you're a big Jaden Smith fan, but he just well, dropped okay. another album. So in essence, like I said, who just so, dropped an album? Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. I'll pass. Wilson. Yes. I'll pass on him. What have you? But you got to listen to the. Okay. No, we we'll talk about this in another episode for sure. Uh, okay. I I like this. I see where this can go. Okay. okay, so I guess I guess our episode's in there right now. Um, so this is part one of part X of the uh, Whiskey Talk slash uh, Clutter Minds podcast. Yeah. Guess what? When you get drunk, your mind gets cloudy as fuck. I yeah. that's how that's how you <laughs> I like that. When you when you're yeah, drinking I, your whiskey, yeah. your mind gets cluttered, and then and then great podcasts happen. I'll say, bro, hey. Your, your mind gets mixed up and shit. So <laughs> what we gonna do is we gonna pause right now. Mm-hmm. We gonna record part two of again part X. So uh, yeah, give us a minute and we'll be right back with you. All right. All right, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this one and then do the same thing. So thank you guys for being on the show for at least for part one of many. I'm sure uh, of the cluttered minds and whiskey talk podcast. You know what? Thanks, Marquise. Thank uh, you. You know what? Thank you. Um, you know, you've been like a brother to me for, you know, about four, five years now. Yeah, I right? Um, and, you know, I've seen you grow. I've seen your podcast grow. So, you know, we just need to continue to grow together, brother. All Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so this is part one. Part one, we go, mm-hmm. we go, many. We going to put brief pause on this. Uh-huh. And then we back to it, all right? All right, cool. All right, so part one of the uh, uh, Whiskey Talk Clutter Mind uh, crossover is done. Right. Uh, thanks for listening. You know, click, like, subscribe to everything, and boom, let's yeah. take care of business. All right. That's what the neural metal say when the AI is sentient. I'm a Hey, I, I really, I really hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> I liked it. I mean, I got, I got a chance to like really talk some sports, learn so much more. Like, and I, I officially am gonna like really start following the Hornets because uh, I should be, you know. Gotta support, gotta support back home. So go Hornets. And uh, this is just part one. So check it out. You know, this part one, we're gonna have part two up, you know, not too far away. And uh, that's how we're gonna do things. So thanks for listening, folks.